Good morning. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com reading the Solar Cell article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. History The photovolactic effect was experimentally demonstrated first by French physicist Edmund Baccarel in 1839 at age 19. He built the world's first photovolactic cell in his father's laboratory. Willoughby Smith first described the, quote, effect of light on selenium during the passage of an electric current, end quote, in a February 20th, 1873 issue of Nature. In 1883, Charles Fritz built the first solid-state photovolactic cell by coating the semiconductor selenium with a thin layer of gold to form the junctions. The device was only around 1% efficient. In 1888, Russian physicist Alexander Stoltov built the first cell based on the outer photoelectric effect discovered by Heinrich Hertz in 1887. In 1905, Albert Einstein produced a new quantum theory of light and explained the photoelectric effect in a landmark paper for which he received the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1921. Vadim Lashkarov discovered PN junctions in Cu2O and silver sulfide photocells in 1941. Russell Ohl patented the modern junction semiconductor solar cell in 1946 while working on the series of advances that would lead to the transistor. The first practical photovolactic cell was publicly demonstrated on the 25th of April, 1954, at Bell Laboratories. The inventors were Calvin Souther Fuller and Gerald Pearson. Solar cells gained prominence with their incorporation onto the 1958 Vanguard 1 satellite. Space Applications Solar cells were first used in a prominent application when they were proposed and flown on the Vanguard satellite in 1954 as an alternative power source to the primary battery power source. By adding cells to the outside of the body, the mission time could be extended with no major changes to the spacecraft or its power systems. In 1959, the United States launched Explorer 6, featuring large wind-shaped solar arrays, which became a common feature in satellites. These arrays consisted of 9,600 Hoffman solar cells. By the 1960s, solar cells were, and still are, the main power source for most Earth-orbiting satellites and a number of probes into the solar system, since they offered the best power-to-weight ratio. However, this success was possible because, in the space application, power system costs could be high because space users had few other power options and were willing to pay for the best possible cells. The space power market drove the development of higher efficiency in solar cells up until the National Science Foundation, quote, Research Applied in National Needs, end quote, program began to push development of solar cells for terrestrial applications. In the early 1990s, the technology used for space solar cells 
diverged from the silicon technology used for terrestrial panels, with the spacecraft application shifting to gallium arsenide-based 3-5 semiconductor materials, which then evolved into the modern 3-5 multi-junction photovolatic cell used on spacecraft. Price reductions. Improvements were gradual over the 1960s. This was also the reason costs remained high, because space users were willing to pay for the best possible cells, leaving no reason to invest in lower cost, less efficient solutions. The price was determined largely by the semiconductor industry. Their move to integrated circuits in the 1960s led to the availability of larger boils at lower relative prices. As their price fell, the price of the resulting cells did as well. These effects lowered 1971 cell costs to some $100 per watt. In late 1960, Elliot Berman joined Exxon's task force, which was looking for projects 30 years in the future, and in April 1973, he founded Solar Power Corporation, a wholly owned subsidiary of Exxon at the time. The group had concluded that electrical power would be much more expensive by 2000 and felt that this increase in price would make alternative energy sources more attractive. He conducted a market study and concluded that the price per watt of about $20 per watt would create significant demand. The team eliminated the steps of polishing the wafers and coating them with an anti-reflective layer, relying on the rough-sawn wafer surface. The team also replaced the expensive materials and hand wiring used in space applications with a printed circuit board on the back, acrylic plastic on the front, and silicone glue between the two, quote-unquote, potting the cells. Solar cells could be made using cast-off material at the electronics market. By 1973, they announced the product, and SPC convinced Tideland Signal to use its panels to power navigational buoys, initially for the U.S. Coast Guard. Research and Industrial Production Research into solar power for terrestrial applications became prominent with the U.S. National Science Foundation's Advanced Solar Energy Research and Development Division within the, quote, Research Applied and National Needs, end quote, program, which ran from 1969 to 1977, and funded research on developing solar power for ground electrical power systems. A 1973 conference, the, quote, Cherry Hill Conference, end quote, set forth the technology goals required to achieve this goal and outlined an ambitious project for achieving them, kicking off an applied research program that would be ongoing for several decades. The program was eventually taken over by the Energy Research and Development Administration, or ERDA, which was later merged into the U.S. Department of Energy. Following the 1973 oil crisis, Oil companies used their higher profits to start to buy solar firms and were for decades the largest producers. Exxon, Arco, Shell, Amoco, later purchased by BP, and Mobil all had major solar divisions during the 1970s and 1980s.
Technology companies also participated, including General Electric, Motorola, IBM, Tyco, and RCA. Well, that'll make this that for now. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I want to apologize for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. Thanks again. Have a great day.